David. Caroline. How are you feeling about all these creatures that we've been talking to lately? I just wanted to check in with you. I talked to your therapist um, on my own time, and we decided that sometimes we need to do a little check-in and see, you know, what it's like to be David kind of confronting his past. Well, even if I told you to stop scheduling them or I'm feeling bad, I know you're still going to schedule them and they'll still show up. So at least now, if I know who's coming, I can prepare for it. So do with that what you will. Yeah, well, first off, I have already scheduled a few other groups of little critters to come in. And personally, I think it's the height of rudeness to cancel on people. So we do have to get through those. Um, And yeah, sometimes I know what's better for you than you know what's better for you. And that's why you hired me as your assistant, I think. That's not the reason I hired you, but I guess that's a perk. Well, when you hired me, you said, I need a record keeper. And to me, that means that the records need to be out in the open and displayed like album work, you know, records, platinum records, gold records, Taylor Swift records. And when I saw that all your records are just these dossiers, it was kind of like a no brainer that like, all right, like, let's bring these out into the world. So um, we talked to a few really nice guys lately and they've been so sweet. Me and Mothman DMing back and forth on Instagram. I love his photos of lights. You, I mean, I tried to show you the other day and you were busy, you were sleeping, but they were so cool. And a lot of the guys we've talked to, a lot of the critters have been so kind and so sweet. Um, I've gotten a few responses that have been like, how you say, hostile. And I was wondering how you feel about maybe talking to some like, oops, bad, scary monsters in the future. Well, I consider every cryptid, except for the Loves and Fogmen, to be hostile. Mm-hmm. I still DM him. Mm-hmm. Well, he DMs me. I don't really know how to respond. And the wand broke. But either way, as I said, I'll prepare. Okay, so this week I was on my computer, you know, chit-chatting, sending some messages. Already? You, you, who? So she was super, super cool, super nice. We were like talking about... Essie and nail polish and all this stuff. And she seems really, really cool. She's from New Jersey. She's like got that whole Jersey girl vibe going on. She's like, yeah, like a lot of people call me like J-Dev, like the Jersey devil. Um, I totally would love to stop by and like have a chat. All right. When when's she coming in? She should be here um, like any minute. Literally seconds from now, she's going to come in. So did I not just say I need to prepare? Oh my gosh, here she is. Hey, what's up? You sound so cute in real life. Oh my gosh, I know, right? So I just flew in here. I'm like feeling pumped from all that exercise, you know, like new wings, new me, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling great. So I'm so excited for this. And I don't want to be rude, but I've been calling you Jersey Devil, but do you have like a preferred name? So my formal name is Jesse Mortadella Leeds. But a lot of people will just call me like J-Dev. Okay, yeah, I love that. Kind of like a Jersey Shore um, fun time girl vibe, Jesse Mordella Leeds. So where in New Jersey do you live? Well, so I'm originally from North Jersey mm-hmm. and that is very important because I'm basically a city gal, you know, like I'm right across. I'm literally basically in Manhattan. So I can see the city. I feel, I really feel, you know, at home there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when it comes down to it, I am the Jersey devil. So, you know, I am a Jersey gal. 
I'll go down and visit uh, my friends in South Jersey every once in a while. Um, no one goes to Central Jersey, so I don't really go there ever. But I, I fly around. I, I love to travel. I love to check out new places and get to meet new people. So, yeah. Okay, but you're not only in Jersey. I mean, I've seen you in Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware. You know, m- most of the mid-Atlantic, mostly in the Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens. That sounds very romantic. Uh, it was in that episode of The Sopranos I made you watch. The Sopranos? Was that a, the music show? You know, with Chris and Polly, they're in the Pine Barrens. It's snowing, looking for Russians, interior designer. Moving on. Anyway, I've seen you more than just Jersey, so let's stop with the lying. Well, I'm not lying. Not all who wander are lost, David. That's so true, David. She doesn't have to stay in New Jersey her entire life, David. Maybe she wants to explore a little bit. Maybe she wants to go to the great state of Pennsylvania and go to Pittsburgh, maybe. Eat a sandwich. Meet one stealer, you know? it's Everyone can travel wherever they want to. I don't... I don't see a reason why she shouldn't be queen of the Mid-Atlantic if she should choose. I mean, to be fair, nobody wants to be in Jersey except for Jersey. Maybe New Jersey is a state that is underrated and beautiful in its own special way. Like the turnpike, like turned up is what I say. It's what we all say in Jersey as well. The shore. Are you kidding me? What a better place to spend your summer. It's beautiful. It's not all fist pumping, you know. There's a lot to Jersey. There's a lot of heart, I bet. So much heart. So you have been in Jersey for a while, but like, what's your story? How long have you lived there? Oh my goodness. I've been in Jersey since, I don't know when, 1700s I was born. (laughs) Whoa, ancient lady much. You look great. Thanks. It's an elaborate skin uh, care routine. It uh, involves 15 steps, both morning and evening. Would you mind sending me it? Absolutely, girl. Thank you. I was thinking of starting a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, and you might have just inspired me. I would love to watch that. I'd be your first subscriber. Oh, my goodness. That means so much to me. So you're a Jersey girl through and through, like when New Jersey was newest Jersey, basically. And like, what was your home life like? Like, would you care to talk about that? Oh, you know what? Sensitive subject. I have had many, many years to work through this in therapy. Um, but yeah, like how I became the Jesse Mortadella leads that I am was my mother, um, you know, cursed me as I was being born. She cursed you? Yeah, legit cursed me. I was the baby of 13. I was the 13th. And uh, I think she just kind of had it with uh, children at that rate. But, you know, it's the 1700s. Um, We had the exact same rights that you do right now in Texas. Wow. So there was literally no option for a woman who wanted to take control of her life in any way at all. No. And that's what uh, led me to be the girl that I am today. Um, So, you know, kind of from my perspective, no regrets. Um, I can't say my mother feels the same, but what are you going to do? I bet the people of Jersey that you terrorized have regrets. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, like, I think you're great, but I can't imagine how your mom felt having a 13th child that maybe she didn't want. And maybe a lot of women curse their final child and maybe there's little devils running around everywhere because you know sometimes you don't want that baby and um 
is really hard. And I think we should make it well known to the people that if you have a baby you don't want, it will turn into a monster that will haunt the United States for 300 years. And that's pretty serious. And you know what? I actually do hold a support group weekly for those devils and demons who have been cursed, um, whose parents did not want them. So that's so nice of you, though. Yes, it's my latest philanthropic venture. Your only philanthropic venture. And it's going to get even bigger in the coming years. I can feel it. I have a good feeling as well. So how many other, you know, little devils and demons are part of this venture, would you say? You know, just asking for a friend or no reason, no particular reason at all. Well, first of all, much like Alcoholics Anonymous, this is also anonymous. So I will be keeping my friend's details to myself. Yeah, David, what if someone was broadcasting your therapy sessions on a podcast or something like that? You wouldn't like that at all. Yeah, totally wouldn't like that at all. Yeah, confidence and confidentiality are keys. They're all spelled with the letter K, and that is known. It is known. It is known. So you're just this, like, Jersey girl kind of hanging out, doing your thing. Probably, like, the OG Jersey girl, I dare to say. I dare to say. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say, like, how long have people known about you? Like, when was... The first time that Jesse Mortadella leads J Dev made her appearance to the people of New Jersey. Well, you know, it's hard to miss me. I'm a character, some have said. Uh, I I just have no shame of just spreading my wings and doing my things. Some people like it, some people don't. Um, you know, it's just been kind of tough to really be myself when you have certain people who just like really don't accept you for how you are. You know, maybe it's the Jersey girl in me, but I just really like to make an impression. You really made an impression in 1909, I believe. You know, 30 different sightings, multiple states, the whole mid-Atlantic thing. Yeah, that was just like kind of my coming out party, you know? Party's not really a word I would have used. Um, why would you say that? I, I was just coming into my body as a woman and, you know, kind of just exploring what the mid-Atlantic had to offer. It was kind of my first time really even getting out of Jersey. Yeah, and you know, if I'm thinking about it from a monster's point of view, maybe she kind of felt a little bit like, you know, Civil War ended like 30, 40 years ago. People are healing. I'm kind of ready to join the people and show them what I'm worth. That's exactly how I felt. I could tell, girl, I know. I feel like we're vibing right now. Yeah. I feel and we like... should talk about it later. Yeah. No, I mean, I already have your Instagram, so like we can talk. My Instagram is getting so full. And so you're just kind of like you're out in 1909. People are following you. They're obsessed with you. You're just doing your thing. All in the newspapers. Um, I like was reading a little bit about you before you got here because I wanted to know who you were talking to. And I saw that. Um, Joseph Bonaparte, Napoleon's brother, had like kind of an obsession with you for a while. That's kind of cool. Oh my gosh, it's like so embarrassing. But there's been like so many people who are like weirdly obsessed with me. And I don't know, I don't get it. Like I'm just doing me. And uh, I don't know, maybe uh, David can talk a little bit to that. Yeah, I mean, she was in the newspapers and leaving bodies behind, leaving leaving an impression, as she would say. And it made my work pretty easy. I could just follow the bodies did you leave a lot of bodies yeah absolutely but you know that was exactly what i was doing i wanted david to follow the bodies follow the bodies follow the girl well 
Yes. Like breadcrumbs, but of corpses. But was it all people or was it like, was it all people? Oh, I don't really attack people. I'm much more of a cow gal. Yeah, I mean, who would say no to a prime cut of steak, you know? I mean, yeah, you guys eat cow probably more than I do, honestly. Yeah, David, if you think about it, human nature has probably killed more cows than the Jersey Devil has killed. We do live in Texas, you know, longhorn steaks, uh, meat, meat, meat. You think that the Jersey Devil has anything on big meat in Texas? Let's not get into this. I'm, You know, I'm still trying to get sponsored by Big Steak. There was a weird incident, though, where there was just... Uh, field of chicken laid out in a, the shape of a heart. Didn't know what that was all about. Didn't know if it was a message or accident or a sign, like, you know, like crop circles, but with chickens. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. That was just like a drunken night. I felt like leaving you a little message. I just was like, okay, if he's really this obsessed with me, maybe I shoot my shot. And you know, my mother and I don't have a great relationship, but she has always told me to let the man make the move. So I'm just like very embarrassed that I laid my cards out on the table like that. Um, only for you to stop following me. I, I really don't know what about it threw you off. Um, but yeah, the, I, I will come here honestly today and say that really hurt my feelings. You left a message for me? Yeah, I mean, come on, David. You're like obsessed with me. I was hired to hunt you down and you kind of left a, again, a trail of your impressions. And that's kind of where it went cold after that. I couldn't find you again. You were hunting me? Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Well, David, in a way, you were kind of like pursuing her, you know? You heard her legend and you were kind of like, this is another one. This is for me. The people of Jersey were like... Oh my God, David, we need you to talk to this devil for us. And if I know anything about David, it's that he is an obsessive man and he's obsessed with monsters. And so I kind of think you were kind of leading her on a little bit with this, like, I will pursue you across the mid-Atlantic. Most of that is true. I was hired to pursue her because she was terrorizing these towns. I was paid money to follow her, and I was obsessed with catching her because, again, terrorizing. Do you consider what you were doing to be terrorizing? I was just doing me, you know? I am a devil, um, and with that comes some devilish responsibilities. But I will say, like, at the end of the day, it all worked out uh, in my favor because that's exactly why I was doing it. I was hoping to get the attention of some, you know good-looking lads out there, and uh, David fell right into my trap. And you're pretty well-known in New Jersey. You're a pretty popular gal about the town, so how do you feel about humans and how they react to you? I'm totally okay with humans. Like I said, I don't hunt them. They're not my thing. Um, and they're literally obsessed with me, so I have to respect that. I have to respect them. Did you know they literally made me the mascot of their hockey team? How cool is that? That's so nice. I would love to be the mascot of a hockey team one day. I wasn't expecting it. It really just came out of nowhere. Um, I am a little upset they didn't use my likeness at all. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would have really been, one, intimidating for the other teams, but uh, two, just, you know, more true to me. 
Um, but what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, it's always hard when an artist renders an image of you and it's not quite what you expect it to be. I remember one time I met this artist and he was like, you're so beautiful. I need to draw a picture of you. I need to capture you forever. But he was an impressionist. And so the picture that he drew of me, it was a bunch of boxes and colors. And I had this kind of like crisis of faith where I like every time I'd look in a mirror for like weeks after that, all I would see was boxes and colors. And just every time I'd look at that painting, it would really make me wonder, am I just a box with a yellow triangle around my head? Like, aren't I more than that? And so I really understand how you feel with um, maybe the Jersey Devils not capturing your likeness in the way that you would want them to. Oh my God, girl, you are so not boxy. I can't even. Yeah, I'm all smooth lines. Oh girl, you'll be even smoother once you start my skin routine. Can't wait. Can't wait for that video to come out. But I mean, so people have been, it sounds like, and David can agree, obsessed with you for centuries, but no one's ever been able to capture you. How do you like avoid being captured? I just like can't be tamed, you know? So I don't want anybody to like tie me down. I do like to fly around and explore new things and go to new places. And, you know, I saw David was, you know, kind of getting on my tail. He was, you know, about to snap me up. And I was just like, too much pressure. I can't do this. I'm not ready for that type of commitment. So I just moved on and went, you know, on a little adventure of my own to really find myself. Would you say you have an avoidant attachment style in relationships? I'm working through these issues with my therapist. Um, but I, I definitely have some avoidant tendencies. Oh my God, David's in therapy too. Oh my God, we have so much in common, David. Sure. Also tying down, I've tried, but you know, technology back then, hunting technology, not the same as it was now. So you could, you had basic ropes then, anything cut, cut through it. I mean, look at the talons that she has in her hands. But now it's, we got steel, we have chains. It's a little bit easier, so. My God. Chains and whips excite me. This is getting insane. Um, so I guess, so you guys have been doing this kind of tete-a-tete back and forth for years, um, kind of always in each other's space, but never close enough to interact, it sounds like. Because like when I talked to you, you were kind of saying, oh my gosh, yeah, we've never really spoken, but he seems chill. I would love to come in. And so I just kind of want to get a feel for both of you. How do you feel about each other? What's going on? Well, you know, timing's everything. And when you reached out to me and was like, David's ready to talk, I was like, about time. I've been leaving messages for him with chickens for years. He keeps trying to tie me down. And I was just like, about time we actually, you know, sit down and have a drink. Wait, do you do you think this is a date? It kind of felt like a setup. I mean, after all these years, we've always kind of had this will they, won't they sort of thing. And I don't know. I... I was just kind of excited about what this could be. Am I, am I off base here, Caroline? Was this not a blind date? I think we're running into a classic problem here where men have mixed signals and they kind of make women feel like they're more interested in someone than they are. And then when it comes time to really display that interest... They're, they're like, oh, you misunderstood me. I just want to be friends or I just want to hunt and capture you. Am I wrong, David? Well, usually in my line of work, hunting and capturing means to hunt and, you know, 
capture to turn in. I got paid to hunt and capture. But don't you think that maybe you guys have just maybe misinterpreted each other all these years? Like, you seem to think that Jesse Mordell Leeds is this monster who's been terrorizing New Jersey, and Jesse Mordell Leeds, J-Dub, seems to think that you're this guy who's obsessed with her, and she's just been trying to show you her affection. So in a kind of real way, David, you've been causing the New Jersey devil attacks. I mean, I didn't want to say that, but I am feeling like this is kind of on you, David. Well, let's take a second. If you didn't think that David was interested in you, and totally fine if you kill cows because that's how you eat and that's what you do, but do you think you would kill maybe... 50% less cows and chickens because you wouldn't be trying to show someone a message. You'd just be doing it because it's kind of how you eat and how you live. Oh, absolutely. I would have saved so many chickens with that one message alone. I was just trying to let David know where I stood after, you know, a few drinks one night. My bad. I maybe should have thought about that a little more, but absolutely. So if David hadn't been so like, quiet and coy in the background just stalking you and if maybe he'd come out with his intentions earlier on we could have avoided a lot of pain in new jersey new jersey could be an entirely different state right now if new jersey was any different we wouldn't have the sopranos one and two if there's one thing i've learned from my therapy so far it's the importance of communication and apologies so i just want to make this very clear jesse mortadella leads I am sorry if you thought that I was leading you on and not being clear in my intentions. My intentions were not of love. They were actually the exact opposite of that. I was trying to hunt you down to kill you. So I'm sorry that I gave off the wrong impression. Well, first of all, the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. So your obsession with me through the years, I'm not buying this whole I was paid to follow her. You went all across the mid-Atlantic following my cows. I don't even know if you like cows that much. I literally already said this. I am trying to get sponsored by Big Steak. So you admit it. My gifts of cows were great gifts for you. I mean, sure. Okay, I'm just going to interrupt real quick and kind of point out um, the elephant or the Jersey Devil in the room, if you will. And say, maybe the feelings you had for Jesse Mordella Leeds weren't initially kind of romantic, um, much like her feelings were for you. But as we've established, you two have never spoken before today. And now that you've had a chance to speak, maybe there's some room in the future for some romance and that you've gotten to know Jesse a little better. And I'm going to be honest, Jesse is a good time gal. Jesse's girl, you know, she's just like every New Jersey song I've ever heard, which brings to my mind um, the Industrial Revolution and positivity and Americana vibes, but kind of I can smell gasoline when I also think these positive thoughts. And I think that's kind of the type of girl that any guy would want around. And so I just want to kind of help you guys bridge a gap and say maybe there's room in the future for something a little bit more than animosity. Listen, there was no hate. I was just doing a job. There's definitely no love. I still want that to be clear. I've only loved one 
and she was taken by the beast. But we, we're not. That's not what we're here for right now. Now I just like feel bad that I gave the wrong impression and hurt the Jersey Devil's feelings. Oh my god! First of all, I barely know you, David. You did not hurt my feelings. There are so many bounty hunters who've been coming after me through these years. You are not the only one. I mean, did you know the Philadelphia Zoo literally has a bounty on my head of $10,000 for the person who can take me to the zoo? That is just, I'm famous, okay? Bruce Springsteen literally wrote a song about me. So many men want me. I don't need you out here gaslighting me, making me feel like you've never had any feelings for me when you literally followed me around half the country. As my therapist said, I hear you, I acknowledge your pain, and I'm sorry for the part I played in it. But now that we're on the same page, I just need you, please, to stop killing so many cows. I'm still trying to get sponsored by Big State, not only in Texas, but, you know, the East Coast and West Coast, too. Oh my God, I'm actually vegan now. So I've been off meat for six months now. How's that going for you? Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with it. You never really know how bad that stuff is for your body until you give it up. I'm a full plants only. I'll have one large tree at a time and it fills me up all day. So if are you okay with her destroying cornfields in New Jersey instead of cows? I mean, yeah, sure. Jersey's a wasteland anyway, so have at it with the corn. Okay, I think we've reached a really nice place to end this, but um, just kind of what's in the future for you? What does the future hold for Jesse Mordella Leeds, a.k.a. J-Dub, a.k.a. the Jersey Devil? Well, you know, I still have so much left to see in this world. I've really barely got out of the mid-Atlantic. Um you know, now that I'm down here in Texas, I'm definitely going to do a little tour, check things out. Uh, and I don't know, I, whatever David is telling us, I just, I still feel a vibe. So we'll see where the future takes us. Before you act on those vibes and leave corn circles, I'm going to give you my email so you can send a message that way, just so we can make it very clear our intentions. Do you feel like that's a good level of communication for you and David at this point? You know what? I think that's a great compromise for the two of us. Oh, my God. This has been so, so fun talking to you, Jesse. I really feel a kinship with you, nay, a sisterhood with you. Um, I really am excited to see what the future holds for you. And I did just want to say where we left, you do have beautiful wings and your horse face is just stunning. Like a lot of people couldn't pull off this look, but the confidence you radiate just, it's a real testament to kind of seeing and believing in yourself, you know? Oh my God, girl, that is the message I'm trying to betray to everybody all the time. And I cannot wait to see your YouTube channel. So thank you for hanging out with us today, Jesse. Oh, for sure. And you have my details. We should totally go out tonight. Mm -hmm. Let me know where you end up. I'll probably start on rainy and see what where the night takes me. But, uh, but yeah, it was so great being here with you all. All right. Bye, Jesse. See you guys. Bye, David. Wow. I had no idea that after this conversation, the Jersey Devil would become my new best friend. I mean, she was so chill and so just, I guess, majestic is the only word I can use to describe her. And I, I, I can't believe you've been leading her on for so, so long. But yeah, I'm so glad that she's in her life now and she ranks among the cryptids we've talked to. So good for me. You know, Caroline, you actually should meet up with her tonight and 
see where she goes. Make sure she doesn't take a big stick. Is that part of my job? Yes. Okay, I can do that. Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please tell your friends. Therapeutic as Folklore is produced by Caroline Schaefer and David Songun. Voice talent by Alexis Mook.